Ito na ang ating third part ng ating series na Giveology. Kung may biology, zoology, etc. ology sa schools. We have also Giveology, the science of giving. Learning about how to really live big. When you give big, you live big. Pinag-usapan natin last week is that God is a giver, not a taker. Dapat may tanim natin sa pag-iisip natin, God is not a taker from you, He's a giver. And we can be givers and not takers too. Dahil, tinanggap natin si Jesus, ginawa niya tayong bagong nila lang. Kung sino mang nakipag-isa kay Kristo, siya isang bagong nila lang. So, ibig sabihin, yung DNA o yung, pina, yung ugali, yung kalooban ng Diyos, nakmana na tayo doon. So, sa, whether you believe it or not, whether nararanasan mo o hindi, Ikaw ay isang giver. Kung ikaw nakipag-isa kay Kristo, giver ka na. Generous ka na. Hindi ka na madamot. Yeah, maybe yung ating pamumuhay, yung ating manifestation ng buhay natin, somehow makikita mo, eh, madamot yung ginawa niya. O makasarili ka dyan. But if that's happening, hindi yan ang tunay na ikaw. You're just acting. You're just acting. It's not the real you na. The real you is hardwired to be a giver, not a taker. And probably yung mindset natin ay left over from the old creation. Yung, yung natural na you. But we need to renew our minds in, and maging align o maging uh, sangayon sa tunay na ikaw. Na ikaw isang bagong nila lang, you're a giver, not a taker. You're generous. And so when we talk about the uh, giveology, this is probably our 2.0. You know, giveology next level na 2.0. And I want to say this that abundant giving Okay, this is what generosity is. It's yung pagbibigay na giving na abundantly. Sabihin mo abundant. Abundant giving results in itong bunga it results in abundant living. Sino sa inyo gustong mamuhay ng abundantly? You want your life to be an abundant lifestyle. Well, abundant giving results in abundant living. Pag ang lifestyle mo is just, you know, pagdating sa relationships, you have an open heart. Hindi ka guarded masyado. Hindi ka closed. Na open yung puso mo. Bukas loob. And if relationships are like that pagdating sa mga resources your time your money mga gamit mga things na inaari mo yung pamumuhay mo is with an open hand hindi ka tight-fisted hindi ka kuripot hindi ka you know kapit sa mga things you're more open-handed willing to share willing to give and a lifestyle like this will result in an abundant lifestyle and abundant living because God rewards generosity. God rewards generosity. Hebrews 11.6 talks about how God um, rewards those who earnestly seek Him. How does He reward? Well, first of all, obvious ba na merong material blessings? Material, mga, mga financial, mga, mga gamit. God will actually reward the sower. Yung nagtatanim, yung, yung buhay na generous, babalik at babalik sa'yo ng blessing. Fina- material, financial. 
2 Corinthians 9 verse 8 talks about the giver will have all sufficiency. Anong ibig sabihin sufficiency? Higit sa sapat sa'yo. Higit sa sapat. And 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 10 says, God supplies. Talagang God is a giver. He supplies seed for the farmer. Okay? Now, sa economy nila noon, seed was yung kanilang commodity. Seed was like their resources. Seed for the farmer. Anong ginagawa ng farmer? Nagdi-distribute ng seed. He's a giver. He's giving seed doon sa bukid, doon sa lupain. And it says that he gives seed to the sower or the farmer and he gives bread to eat. Ay yung bread para sa kanya na yun. Hindi mawawala sa kanya. Yung seed mawawala sa kanya. Ibinibigay, dinistribute dini-dispense yung seed. Pero yung bread, sa, sa personal consumption na yun. And in the same way, sabi niya, He will provide, God will provide and increase your resources. Ooh! God will provide. What financial resources? At iba pa. God will provide and increase your resources and produce a great harvest of generosity in your life. Isn't that good? How many of you want a harvest of generosity in your life? Yeah, none. And it goes on, the next verse, it says, yes, surely, yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can become fat and happy and lazy. Is that why? No, I don't purpose. Anong layunin ng enrichment ng Diyos sa buhay mo? He says, so that you, you know, in every way, financial, relationship, you know, uh, you know ministry kaya, serving the Lord, in every way, ano magiging bunga ng lifestyle nito? What will God do for you? In every way, you can always be generous. You will live a life at that level na lagi ka may ability, may, may position in life to be generous. Never mind the peso amount. Hindi yun ang pinag-usapan yung amount. Eh. Ang point doon is you will, God wants you to live in a posture where you can always be generous. Malaki ang pera mo o maliit man, but you can always be generous. Bakit? Kasi nung last week, di ba, yung, yung aking illustration, hindi, ang pagtingin mo sa sarili mo, hindi jug na may dispenser and, you know, paunti-unti nagbibigay na konti dyan para sa mahira, para sa church, para sa mga pamilya. No, you're not a jug. Kasi pag nagbibigay ng jug, paunti-unti nauubusan. You're the tubo which is connected to the source. So kahit konting laman, at any given time, konti lang ang laman ng tubo, but it's connected to the source. Once na maubusan yan, marireplenish yun. Kasi connected siya sa Diyos eh. Yung pinaka supplier, support. So whether you have a big amount in your bank account or sa wallet mo, or maliit, but doesn't matter. You can live a generous life. Kasi giver ka na, hindi ka taker. 
And so, as you give, God restores it and replenishes it. And papagun, ginang lifestyle na maganda. And it says that you'll be generous always, and your gifts will result na other people will thank God. So hindi lang ikaw benefit na yung yung lifestyle of generosity will attract other people to God. Dahil sa buhay mo, dahil sa pamumuhay mo, generous, other people will get closer to God. Other people will say, Wow, thank God. Thank God. Because of Polly. Thank God because Roxanne is a generous person. Thank God for the life of Sandy Lynn and Ray and, and, and June. Thank God for your life. Because of you, I, I saw the goodness of God. Hindi lang yan. The next one there is the life transformation. Mismong buhay mo matatransform. Mararanasan mo ng bunga ng Holy Spirit in your life. When you live a generous life, it increases, sabi ng Bible, the increase, increases the harvest of righteousness. Parang nagiging what, eh, productive ka with other kinds. Hindi lang financial, hindi lang material. Other kinds. Iba-ibang uri na um, valuables. We call it values. Or kung something na mahalaga. And generosity moves, when you're generous, it moves your heart toward the things God loves. Compassion, mercy, kindness, patience. You know? Besides money, other areas of your life begin to change. Isn't it true? If you don't believe me, ask anybody na who is a faithful giver who brings tithes, who brings offerings to God's kingdom, you ask them, maliban pa si financial benefit, sabihin mo kung anong nangyayari sa buhay mo, sa relationships mo, sa joy level mo. Talagang, hindi napapalugi ang Diyos. I can guarantee you that. Hindi, wala sa nature niya na palugi. Palugiin. No? You, he's gonna cheat you. No way. God is a giver, not a taker. So other areas of your life will begin to transform. Now, kung hindi ka nararanasan ng generosity, okay, ibalikan natin yung sinabi ko kanina, you are now a generous person. You are. I'm just, I'm, don't, don't argue. <laughs> if you're in Christ, you are a new creation, whether you feel like it or not. Whether it's manifesting in your life or not, you have become like your father. And he's a giver. Therefore, you are also a giver. You're generous. Now, it probably, kung hindi ito ay nagmamanifest, it's because of the mindset. Hindi pa renewed. Hindi ka pa naniniwala. Siguro ang paniniwala mo is you are just like the old guy na bago tinanggap mo si Jesus. You know, you're, you're just selfish. Umiikot ang mundo sa sarili mo. And you need to just renew your mind. And recognize na merong generous heart inside of you ngayon. But may mga sagabal at may mga things hindering you from being who you really are. 
And this is what I call the enemies of generosity. Mga kaaway, mga sagabal, mga, mga attitudes or mentalities that are blocking you from living your true self, the generous you. Okay, the first one is debt and poor money management. Mahirapan ka magmanifest ng generosity kung lubog ka sa utang. Or kung ang lifestyle mo is mahili kang umutong, umutang. You think, that, you think that that's the only way to live. You think that you probably have this mindset na habit na pag gusto mong bumili ng ganito o ganyan, you have to borrow. And naging lifestyle sa atin minsan, yung iba sa atin naging lifestyle na umutang. Pa-utang, parang very rapid na lumabas sa bibig natin na pag may mga, uy, uy, makana yun, pa-utang nga. Pwedeng five gives, pwedeng five six, you know, and you will, you will end up um, counterproductive. Hindi ka magiging generous if you're always in debt. Or kung kaliwat ka na naggastos dyan and at the end of the month, end of the week, hindi mo matatrace, hindi mo mamamonitor kung saan napunta yung budget mo. And you're like, ah, ang dami kong pera nung last, month, last week. Ngayon, di ko alam kung saan napunta. Ganito na, kasi hindi mo tinatrace, hindi mo monitor. So, I suggest, you know, look for someone who can coach you and train you in good money management. A good financial, pers- yung personal m- money mo, big or small, if you manage it well, you will be in a position where you can be generous. Are you following me? And then secondly is the greed and selfishness. Pinugusapan natin tong last week. Ang, ang heart na or ang mindset that's greedy, swapang, makasarili. Anong ginagawa? Promote, protect, and provide para lang sa sarili. I have to promote myself. I have to uh, provide for myself. Kailangan kong i-protect yung akin. And doon lumalabas ng jealousy. Pag merong na kumuha ng bonus, you know, nakakuha ng, oh, about me? You know, very defensive. So selfishness, greed will be an enemy that will block your mind from becoming a generous giver. And the third one is worry and fear. You know, sabi ni Jesus doon sa parable of the, of the soils, iba-ibang klaseng soils. May, mayroong soil, may lupain na thorny. May mga tinik. May ma- it's full of other... And sabi ni Jesus, those thorns are like the worries about the riches of this life. You know, I, I don't know how can I get ahead. You know, how can I save? How can I buy more things? And sabi ni Jesus in Matthew 6, 25-33, Stop worrying about what you will eat and drink or wear. Isn't life more than just about food? These are the things that dominates the thoughts of unbelievers. Normal lang sa kanila. Yung mga walang connection sa Diyos. Mga utak jug. Pero hindi ka na utak jag, utak tubo ka na, connected to the source. He says, you're not like that anymore. Ito yung mga dinadominate ng utak ng mga unbelievers because they don't believe that God is their giver, source, provider, 
They don't believe God is jaira na nag-provide. He's more than enough. They just think na normal. Whatever I have, I have to work for it. I have to, you know, cheat a little bit, strive harder, and do something para makuha ko yung akin. And Jesus said, your father knows what you need. So above all else, and he gets a lahat, just seek after God's kingdom. You know, unahin mo, you know, prioritize mo the righteousness that you have with him. And he will give you everything you need. You don't have to be like the unbelievers. Na walang pagasa, na walang, you know, mentality na I'm connected to a father who will provide for me. Hindi trabaho ko ang source ko. Trabaho ko is just the method. Pero my source and my provider is the Lord Himself, my Father. He knows what I need. He'll provide. Now, the Bible teaches that we should plan and invest for the future. May wisdom. But Philippians 4, 6, don't, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And tell God what you need and thank Him for all He's done. And the fourth enemy of generosity is, is wrong motives. You know, having having a, a, a wrong motive. Like, for example, no? Merong taong na good mood givers. Big sabihin, nagbibigay lang sila if they're in a very good mood. You know, basi sa kanilang, you know, Halimbawa, it's Christmas time. You know, so sakala lang si nagbibigay. Every Christmas we do, tradition namin na maging generous at Chris, Christmas time. You know, parang this Christmas spirit kailangan na, you know, para ma-feel ko yung... So these are what we call good mood givers. Hindi po yan tatagal eh. Yeah. It, that you will never have a generous lifestyle if you're just giving because you're in a good mood. Yeah. Meron din yung guilt givers. Ibig sabihin, nagbibigay because they felt so guilty. Walang balak nang tumulong until nakita nila yung street child, yung, yung beggar dyan. Nakatoon na kalalabas ka sa McDo and daladala ka ng taming take home. And then you look at the street beggar, then you look at all of your food, and then sasabihin nyo. And you feel so guilty kasi... Tatlong Big Mac, ang daming chicken, spaghetti, and siya wala. So you start to give something dahil guilty. You feel so guilty because you had too much and he has none. Parang ganon, hindi po magiging uh, way to become generous because of giving dahil guilty. Or maybe, you know, you, you hurt someone, so you try to make up. You know, husbands do this a lot, no? You know, si misis. Kaya maghahanap ng something, uh, mga sing-sing, something very nice jewelry, no? para peace offering. No? Hindi po magiging consistent yan. No? Another one is um, glory givers. Glory giving. Ibig to, eh, ang kwan dito is reputation enhancement. Oh, I want to give kasi donated by ang ilalagay doon. Donated by. Pag magbibigay ako sa sports fest, baka lalabas ang pangalan ko sa screen. You know, sponsored by. Or maybe, you know, you know, something you want to be known as a giver, a generous. You want to be a patron, you know, padrino, and you're so... But that will not also 
be the right motive. Meron din yung tinatawag na gain giving. You know, nakikipag-bargain sa Diyos. God, tingin mo ah, nag-tithes ako ngayon. Tandaan mo ako pag panahon ng exam. You know, God, andyan na yung, yung tithes and offerings ko. I really need help in my business. You know, bargain tayo ha. I'll give you a little scratch on the back and you also give me a massage on the back. Yung parang ganun, you think that by your giving, you're going to make God na may utang na loob sa'yo. Sorry, God is going to bless you not because of what you do. God bless you because that's just who He is. He doesn't need lagay from you. God is a giver, not a taker. And even if you don't give Him, He will not change. He's still a giver. There is a lot of uh, teachings in the world today, mga churches, they will say, if you don't give to God, He will curse your finances. You will go down. And it might be true, you go down. But it's not God that makes you go down. God is a giver, not a taker. He will love and bless you even if you don't believe in Him and even if you don't give anything to Him. That's just who He is. He can't change. He loves you long before you loved Him. He saved you long before you believed in Him. And He will bless you. Not because of anything you do, but just because He's gracious and kind. And He doesn't change. Woo! How about the friends of generosity? Kung may mga kalaban, may mga enemies, how about the friends? Well, one of the friends of generosity, ito, yung something or mindset, attitude, behavior, which helps you, helps build up the momentum ng generosity mo. So, the first one is believing in God's bigger purpose for your life. Maniwala ka, mayroong mission ang Diyos para sa buhay mo. And it's bigger than you thought. Kung akala mo ang, ang dream future mo is makabahay, sarili mong lupa, may garden, may mga manok dyan, kambing, and may, may good job with benefits, SSS, G, you know, you're thinking too small. Kung hanggang doon lang. God has a bigger plan for your life than what you thought. God wants to use you to change the world. To change, at least change your world. And so, I don't apologize to you. Kapag sinabing kong it's wise to abandon everything you can and everything you have for the advancement of God's kingdom. Hindi ka malulugi doon. Because God's kingdom directly relates back to you. Tell me, Jesus, the kingdom is within you. Pag sinabi kong give to the kingdom, babalik at babalik din sa'yo yan. Hindi ka mawawala and you will enjoy more. I tell you, seek first the kingdom. Abandon 
every minor, you know, whatever was, you say, oh, my life is all about fun. You know, pagbata, you know, si Zion, you know, his whole world is all about having fun. <laughs> Toys, you know, playing. A little bit older people, their, their whole, yung utak school, you know, pag-aaral. Walang makakahigit sa priority ko na makatapos. Don't get in my way. Nothing's more important. Diba? Parang, whoa, okay, sige, mag-aaral ka ng mabuti. You know? And then after graduation, what? Apply ako sa Jollibee. You know? Mag-aintay ako, intay ako ng tawag. Maghahanap ako ng trabaho. And the whole mentality is, basta, makakuha ako ng good job. You know? And then, you know, my whole life is finding the right partner. You know what I mean? Come on, we could, I could talk about it all day. People had too small purpose in life. God has a bigger purpose for your life. And all these things shall be added to you when you seek that kingdom first. So give to advance His kingdom. And letter B there is give to deliver his benefits. In ang ating mission statements, the church is honor God and deliver all his benefits. And when you deliver his benefits, you know, makikita mo, there's someone in need, a person who needs help. You're the answer to his prayer. Buti na lang anjan ka. Nakita ka ng need, nakita ka ng pain, nakita ka ng problem, you're the answer, you're the solution, you're the one to meet. You know, see yourself as the ambassador of God going from place to place. Imagine you're the superhero. You know, of course, because the the champion hero is inside of you. You know, cha 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 cha. (laughs) Jesus man to the rescue, you know. I'm here. And, and it's not a pride thing. It's just humbling yourself to be available, bilang servant. And God will use you. And number two is remember. This is the friend of generosity. Remember that everything we have belongs to God anyway. Realize that you're just the servant, the steward. Ano yung sabihin steward? Tagapag-manage. Not naman yung, yung ako mayari. No. The manager has position, has authority, pero i-manage niya yung hindi kanya. You know? Yesterday, sinabi ko kay Rizzy, Rizzy, and then she was, may hawak siya ng equipments na binili ko. That was a wireless microphone system. Napakamahal. Hawak-hawak niya. And I said, Rizzy, anong meron ka dyan na very expensive. Give it to me. Oh, kaagad-agad-agad binigay. Walang, walang samang loob, walang problem. You know, very, very willing siya magbigay ng system na yan sa akin because alam niya, hindi kanya. Huh? It's very easy to give something na alam mo, hindi iyo. Tama. Tama ba? When we talk about your money or anything, you know, arimo, time, anything, it's easy to give to God pag alam mo na siya naman ang mayari. Yes. See? 
In 1 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 14 hanggang 16, sabi ni King David, lahat netong abundance na idinedonate namin para sa building of your house, kasi they were building God a house, the temple. And sabi ni David, we know that everything that we are giving to you, itong generous offering, iyon naman eh. It all this abundance that we've provided to you actually came from you. It's from your hand. And it all belongs to you. And the next thing is that God uses money, check it out, to test the attitude of our hearts. Actually, God uses money. Every time na may pera tayo, it's not just about the money, no? It's about the heart. And sabi ni Jesus, ang pera, Connected sa heart. There's an imaginary tali <laughs> from your heart to your wallet or purse. Kasi sabi ni Jesus, wherever you put your treasure, your, your money, kung saan napunta yung pera, susunod at susunod ang puso, doon. Wherever your treasure is, your heart will follow there too. So God will test our heart's attitude. He's a giver, not a taker. And He doesn't need our money. But He wants something more valuable than our money. Sa Dios, ang true riches is the loyalty of our hearts. Kahit makano yung bibigay mo sa Dios, hindi pa siya impressed doon. You give one million or one hundred thousand, hindi siya impressed doon. You think He needs that? No. But when you the money represents yung, ano na, yung position ng puso mo. And God is very, very impressed. It's like, wow, lucky when you give your heart to Him. When you give Him the loyalty and the priority of your heart, He is, whoa, that's an expensive gift. Thank you. He is really amazed when we Give Him our heart. And number three is realize that He gave generously to us first. Siya ang unang nagbigay sa atin. Kaya focus tayo doon. And that will help you become generous. Pag ang focus mo is hindi doon sa problema mo, sa lacking mo, kung saan ka nakukulang. No, no. Focus on the giver. At yung kanyang ibinigay. Jesus is the giver. The Lord is gave His life for me. And when you focus on that, you will become like Him. Diba? Sabi sa Biblia na, when you behold Him, you become like Him. Behold, parang gaze. Yung, yung, naka, yung mata mo, yung attention mo, naka-fix sa Kanya. Wow! Parang every day, you give Jesus attention. You give Him your gaze, your beholding, your, yung, yung focus mo. And you know what happens? The more you behold Jesus... Think about Him. Talk about Him. Read verses about Him. Sing songs about Him. The more you look at Him, the more you become like Him. Tandaan mo to. Next one, B. Giving. Now, masyashak ito, no? But if you had been to many churches, they would not tell you this one. But I'm gonna tell you this one. Giving is not an obligation. It's an opportunity. You know, maraming nagtatanong, Uy, uy, church na yan. 
Hindi ba na-required kayo na magbigay ng 10%? Um, sabihin mo, hindi naman. Hindi naman sa ganoon. Giving for us is not an obligation or a duty or a requirement. It's a privilege. It's an opportunity to position myself where I can receive the maximum benefit from God. Remember, He's a giver, not a taker. At hindi siya napapalugi. And when you, when you believe that, you would never think giving is an obligation. When you know, when you believe He's a giver, not a taker, at hindi siya napapalugi, you will think of giving to God as an opportunity. It's not about law and guilt. Uy, last month, hindi ka nag-tithe. Ano ka naman? No, it's not about law and guilt. It's about love and grace. It says in 1 John 4.19 that we love because He first loved us. And in a similar way, friends, we give because God first gave to us. God so loved the world, He gave. So, Siya ang una nagbigay sa atin. Eh, we forgive Others na nakasaktan sa atin because He first forgave us. Ganun po ang, ang, ang economy ng Diyos. Kakaiba. So friends, listen to me. Kung hindi ka nararanasan ng generosity in your life, hindi, kung hindi ka talaga na masasabi na I'm acting generously. Buhay ko, lifestyle ko, I'm generous. If you are not living generously, giving to God, delivering His benefits to others. The problem is not because you lack money. Ang unang assumption kasi natin is pag magaan, pag, pag marami akong pera, pag sobra na yung ipon ko, then I could be generous. Oh, I hear it all the time. Basta nalo ako ng wedding, ako na ang bahala sa bagong building ng church. You know, ako na... I, I, if I was rich, I will sponsor 20 kids. I will give scholarships. I will so many people. You know, I've heard. I'm hindi naman tayo bago eh. I've heard that so much already. And you won't. You will not. You will not. Because if you're not generous now, you won't be generous, no matter how much money you have. It's not about the amount. If you're not acting and living generously. It's not because you lack money. It's because you lack awareness of God's grace to you. Okay? And if you don't understand that, I don't have time right now, but just underline that and balikan mo na yan in your prayer time. Kung hindi ka na generously, you're just not yet fully aware of how much God has graced you. You probably think that God still has anger about you and to you. But number four is always give thanks. And when you give thanks, you will be generous. A thankful heart is a giving heart. Remember this. Where did you come from? Ako, lagi ako natandaan. Where would I be without the Lord? 
And that makes me feel generous. You know, Deuteronomy 15.15, sabi ng Diyos, remember, tandaan nyo ha, remember that you were once slaves in the land of Egypt. And the Lord your God redeemed you. Tandaan mo, you were once a slave to sin. Addicts sa sin. We were once guilty on death row. We were, we were headed for hell. We were headed for destruction. And God saved us. Do you believe that? You were saved. Do you appreciate that? What Jesus did for... When you're thankful, it's easy to be generous. And let her be, the more I am grateful, the more generous I am. Kaya, ito ang problema eh. Kapag ang buhay mo, ang habit mo, is laging nagre-reklamo, mahirapan ka maging generous. Sagabal yan sa lifestyle of generosity. You know, nag, you walk around, kawawa me. You know, parang feeling victim. I never get lucky. Yeah. You feel na I, I, I'm buhay ko, I'm down, down, hirap. Gipit ngayon. You know, my, my situation is worse than everybody's. Have you felt that way, you know? You know, everybody's rich but me. You know, you start complaining, you know, yaman yaman ng church. Tapos, dapat bigay mo sa mga mahihirap tulad ko. You know, and, and you and you feel like somebody should help you, and you just feel so unlucky. And so, when you feel ungrateful, it's impossible to be generous. But even you had no house, no money, no health, no friends, you can always be thankful. You got no sin too, because as far as the east is from the west, He took it away from you. Be grateful that your sins were washed away. Be grateful for what Jesus did for you. And you'll start being generous. Now, in John chapter 12, verse 1 to 8, talks about the story na si Jesus, nandun sa bahay ng mga friends niya, they were having dinner. Isa sa mga friends, yung bahay nito, bahay ni Lazarus, you remember that Lazarus raised from the dead? Nakasakit, nakasakit, and he died. Four days. Naburial na. And then nandun siya sa bahay nila, mga friends nila, siyempre si Lazarus, baka ano sa kanya, very grateful na siya ngayon. You know, nothing to complain about. I, I think you, you will not hear Lazarus saying, Ang hirap ng buhay. Laki ng, pe, laki ng utang ko. Hindi ko alam kung nung... No, he's saying, I'm alive! <laughs> At least I'm alive. Never mind those minor problems. I'm alive! Siguro very grateful siya. So, don't see Jesus. And yung kapatid niya si Mary. Nilabasan niya yung kanyang ipon na special perfume worth one year's wages. Ibig sabihin yung, yung halaga ng perfume nito, special oils, was worth one year na sahod. So depende kung ano yung sahod mo, isipin mo na times 12, you know, one year. Malaking mahalaga yun. Ibinuhos niya lahat doon sa paanin ni Jesus. And the aroma filled the room and she was, you know, sabi ni Jesus, she was anointing me. She was worshiping me with a very extravagant, radical, generous gift. Jesus did not ask her to give it. 
Kusang loob. She just wanted to love the Lord. Talagang she passed the test. Kasi dun yung heart niya eh. Masasabi natin, sayang. Pero sa, sa Diyos, walang, hindi sa ganun ang pag-iisip niya, sayang. Hindi, sa kanya is, he's not looking at the perfume. He can always replace that. Ang test that Mary passed was, wow, now I see where your heart is. Your heart is for me. You wanna... And she passed the test, but Judas did not pass the test. Because nagreklamo si Judas, Dapat ibinintayan. Lucky ng pwedeng ano. We could sell that on olx.com.ph and make a lot of money. We could give the money to the poor. Sabi niya, we could give the money to the poor. And the Bible said that Judas said that not because he cared about the poor, but because isa siyang magnanakaw. He, somehow, he was the treasurer ng ministry ni Jesus. Hawak, hawak. Siya ang hawak ng budget ng ministry ni Jesus. And he would often steal money. Nagre-reklamo. Hindi naman sa kanya galing. Pero may sasabihin niya, ah, hindi dapat, ganyan, ganyan. The fact is, Mary gave, listen, Mary gave very extravagantly because she was very grateful. And tayo din, we have been raised to life like Lazarus. And that is radical. Sabi sa Ephesians 2, we were dead, just like Lazarus. But he raised us to a new life with Christ. And because of being grateful, um, because of being thankful, it makes us become generous. What Jesus has done for you, yun po ang bida. Let that sink in your heart and mind and cause you na, to live abundant living by being a generous giver. Manalangin po tayo. Father, thank you that kayo po ang unang nagbigay sa amin. Kayo ang unang nagmahal sa amin. And whatever we could give you, the life we live, open heart, open hand, it's only because you were first generous to us. Panginoon, tanggalin mo ang mga, mga sagabal, mga enemies of generosity, the greed, the fear, the worry about things, and cause our focus to be just on your heart. Kung sino ka, giver, not a taker. Help us to really believe that. And it would transform us. And we would start living a lifestyle na generous, hindi selfish. Selfish will make us sad. Generous makes us happy. We want to be living in the joy of you, our Father. Thank you for Jesus and for what you've, did, you've given in saving our sins, redeeming us. We were slaves. We were dead. But you did something to us to make us free and alive. We are generous and we believe and receive that grace in Jesus' name. Amen.